What's up, Bombshells? Welcome to Bombshell 1111 Podcast, Therapy for Women of Color. My name is Kia, and I'm your host. Generally, podcasts request donations, but I want you to show love by simply subscribing to my social media platforms by visiting my website at www.bombshell1111podcast.com. I want to see thousands of subscribers on this platform. Leave your comments, and I'll show love by shouting you out on my social media platforms, such as Instagram and Facebook. I want to thank you for your continued support as always. And with that being said, let's jump into this new episode. Welcome back, you guys, to Bombshell 1111 Podcast. I'm Kia, and I'm your host. Tonight, you guys will be talking about business development with our special guest, Samari. So, you guys, let's jump right into it. Welcome, Samari. How are you? I'm well, Kia. Me. Thank you for coming on and, and being a part of the podcast. As I, as I told you before, I'm looking forward to you sharing your knowledge and tools tonight. And again, I appreciate you for coming on and being a part of the podcast, Samari. Um, thank you. So, Samari, let's just go ahead and jump right in. So, I have your bio down below in the description box, but I always feel as if it's always better for the guests to do a short description of who they are, what they do, because who can say it better than themselves? So start off with telling us a short description of who you are and where you're from, what you do. Awesome. Okay. So I am, I am a mom, a wife, um, and a serial entrepreneur. My past career used to be a psychotherapist and um, we were unexpectedly expecting twins and that kind of shifted my and what I am now and what I'm doing right now in being a small business also putting forth you know different multiple streams of income super big on community and, and just giving back so that has a big part of what I continue to do in the work that I that I do out here in the world oh psychotherapy wow yes <laughs> yeah. How long did you do psychotherapy for? I did that for over 10 years. 10 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That can be very <laughs> challenging within itself. Um, I work in the mental health field, so I definitely know. I did a little bit of therapy, but I just, it can be overwhelming, especially because you're dealing with people and their issues. And when you have things going on in your own life, it can be very overwhelming. Yes, it can. They tell you to keep, you know, the work is the work, right? But it's really hard work. And, you know, I feel like we bring a lot of that home or just with us, right? We carry that with us. Right, right, right. So again, Samari, you are a woman of multiple hats, as you just stated. Um, and for the purposes of tonight's podcast, we wanted to focus on your expertise in business development. 
Um, so for those that who don't quite have an understanding of the definition of what business development is, just in your own um, definition, your own expertise from experience, what is business development, Samari? So business development can include a couple of different things, right? It can mean starting a business from the ground up, right? Creating an idea, having an idea and putting it into motion. And it also can mean having a business and just bringing it to the next level, right? Um, sometimes you have a small business and you want to like bring it to the next level. Like, so how do we do that? How do we go about that? What things need to be in place to help us grow, right? Um, so it all all of that including like finances right so sometimes we want to grow our business but we don't know exactly what we need to pay for or what systems we need to create to happen. oh wow you answered the question uh like really well Samari you go, girl, <laughs> because like that's kind of like a synopsis of all the questions that I have for you so you did a great way a great um, way of leading into my next question so the, yeah so, you know, a lot of business owners, they all, you know, they, they have the idea of wanting to start a business, but um, when it comes to structuring that business and not knowing um, how to properly do so, can you give us a little bit of background information on how to properly form a company? I mean, you have so many different forms, such as, you know, the C Corporation, the S Corporation, LLC, um, sole proprietorship. What is the best way and safest way to start off as a small business owner? So I think your first bet, you know, if you don't know any better where you're going to grow your company, right? It's an idea. It's kind of a, a hop create and make bigger and see what happens. I think an LLC is the that can start that's also affordable. However, if you have already and you're like, you know what? I know that I want to have employees. I know that I want to have like a physical store next, you know, two years or whatever that plan is. I would highly suggest always, you know, contact an attorney in your area. Um, and there are services like at Eagle Shield, you know, like and different other services. There's like, and um, I'm forgetting a couple right now. And there's other companies like basically you pay a subscription and you can really tap it the attorneys for a very you know your subscription price right you don't have to pay additionally so it's super affordable and it's a quick way to have them just guide you a little more and say like you know what i i see your vision and i know what you're doing so let tell you like how to make that happen you know yeah yeah and and, and tamari in business does it matter if one has problem like has primary competitors in that in that particular industry is is that really a thing so you should know your competitors and your market however i do not feel like i always say you don't you should not be intimidated by that i know there's a meme out there that you can see um that's always been circulated like in facebook world that you can see down the aisle right and it says whenever you're second guessing or like feeling that there's too many people in the same field or saturated market just walk down the bread aisle (laughs) (laughs) and there's like hundreds of different brands right and they're all and you know they're all in business they're all selling you know there's different type of breads and different type of like you know this and that and calories so it's the same thing right we can all provide you know you can have a hundred business owners that are providing them everyone is doing it differently right you're catering to your clients in a different way your product might be different the way that you talk to them the way that you handle that so don't ever feel like it's so oversaturated just know and be confident in what you're offering and just 
do study your market right and know like what's going on around so don't be surprised by like hey you know if you're opening like a hair salon know like it might not always be the easiest to put it like right next door to another one that already is there but maybe you can put a half a mile down like and still be profitable and make it happen and, and speaking of market and marketing how does marketing play a role in, in business development and what makes a successful marketing strategy samari oh my gosh number one thing right yeah <laughs> after how you're launching like after you kind of figure out like what you need to get started right some businesses you might need like a couple hundred dollars some you might not need like a lot at all you know however it goes gonna be your next thing on that because how you market yourself your service your business you know your brand um is everything people are going to you right they're gonna trust you um they're gonna ready let their mind like do they want to do business with you by just seeing what they're seeing whether it's on social media instagram or by your website or the ads that you may be paying like you know and if you do a billboard or if you just you know sign however you choose to market and there's a lot of um i always say like free ways to market if you do like your product or services but there's like fairs and different things like that so just know that having a marketing plan is super important right now i think that the best thing is social media because everyone, I even do it. If I want to do business with somebody, I check their social media first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think most people go that route, you know, like, and they just like, before I even check their website, I'm like, let me see what they're posting on Instagram or on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, this is somebody I want to do business with. So I'm- It's true though. It. It's true. It's true. It's true. Because you always want to surround your people. I mean, surround yourself with people who are doing better than you. Um, that's what um, most statistics say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so Samari, when you're looking at success after having a business, how do you define success after you know the first year of being in business? I think success is such a it could be such a broad definition, right? Because it really depends on what that means to you, right? If somebody's like, I'm successful because all I wanted to do was make a, one sale a month, right? Like that's your success. If you, if that is what you accomplished that year and you made one sale a month and that you sustain that, great. Um, however, I think if you want to grow your business, if you want to make this, you know, like as your primary source of income or, you know, just maybe a side hustle it really just boils down to like what you're doing right like and then also seeing like i always recommend like looking and assessing where your business is six months in and a year and right especially if you just started it like how much money you're spending and how much money you're putting you're bringing in um statistically they say that most businesses do not start making a full profit until maybe year four or five mm. however i do think that there are plenty of businesses that can be profitable way before yeah. Um, so you just have to kind of like assess what that is. And I'm like, your first goal, no matter what, is to cover your expenses, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. so you're in your own pocket for, you know, to sustain your business. And then your second goal, of course, is to make money and then create goals based on that. And Samari, what are, what just from your experience with working with clients, um, what are two of the biggest challenges that um, business have starting? really because mm -hmm. I think that often people right and they are just I think I'm really really big on leading with service and mm -hmm. like 
that is that's gonna open so many doors for you right because when you think about the dollar sign first so many people start like you know i want to make you know I want to make 20 grand a month, etc. And like, that is a great goal. You know, like, absolutely, you should strive to do that. However, you can't always think like, however, you're servicing your client, whether it's with a product or service, like, really treat them for that, like, provide that for them. And not just think of like, oh, you know, I have to see 10 $150 from each client, or you know, whatever that is, is really like leading with service. So the comp bar and like being able to lead with service is such a struggle often just because you know, everybody wants to make money and everybody kind of see other people doing it or that have done it and like they're like oh they're so successful right that comparison all the time and it's just like listen you don't know what they went through or like what resources mm -hmm. we often see the other side of things right like we see not everyone's going to share their struggle challenges so i'm like let's focus on what you're doing how you're building it and your only composition is yourself it's nobody else out there you know <laughs> like it's you against you like right. you want to do better than what you did yesterday or like a year ago or even you know like yeah. five years ago yeah and, and you're going again leading right into the next segue perfectly let's talk about funding and money um how you've already stated several times um, but let's just resurface this again. Um, funding, how important is that in a business? I think it's good to know what you need to get started and to sustain your business for at least a year on your own, right? Mm -hmm. Um, because again, the goal is to make money as quickly as possible. However, you have to plan for, you know, you're going to have to tweak things in your business. And sometimes like it might be marketing, it might be your product, it might be your service, how you're communicating, whatever that might be. So just being ready, like, and having enough in your own personal like do that. Um, you can always also look for investors, right? Depending on what type of business you're doing, whether it's real estate or if you're looking for another type of brick and mortar business, there's a lot of small business like grants through like different city organizations, towns, you know, like you just have to sit. Um, I would highly recommend to always look at the SBA, other type of like, especially for women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is a lot of resources out here for women. Um, and women are, you know, we can right. get a lot more things too, right? Like sometimes we can qualify for different, we just have to know. We have to know like, you know, how to apply, how to make that happen. Um, it's not always advertised, right? So sometimes mm -hmm. we have to do some, mm -hmm. <laughs> some a lot find of out that information, which is yeah. unfortunate because it shouldn't be that hard, but it is out there. There is a lot of programs. There's a lot of um, grants that are there for us and to help us, you know, start up businesses, you know, like, or to grow, right? Like if you're already mm -hmm. in a certain place to grow your business in a different area. Um, so just get familiar with that. If you're starting brand, definitely plan for, you know, at least a year. I personally would say maybe some people would say six months. I would say at least a year, mm -hmm. just so you like can get your, know what you're doing and like know your basic costs, right? So if you're running an online business, or something like that what is it going to cost for you to like you know keep your website up and like you know pay up front for like xyz like you know on mm -hmm. dropship etc so like just create a budget right the budget's going to change often but you just want to like have a base yeah i definitely agree with everything that you said <laughs> everything because i went through there 
um, in in every way that you can imagine. So definitely agree with what what you're saying. Um, And then you guys, I do have some free resources that I'll leave down below in the description box. And Samara, you did talk about um, one of those, which was the SBA. Um, They do have a lot of uh, free resources available for small business owners, especially minority women, like you said. Um, So yeah, 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 definitely agree with that. So let's talk a little bit about exact specifically about what you do and the services that you provide. Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. So like I said, I was before in therapy um, world, you know, mental health. um, But now I transition into I mainly focus on real estate and I also um, coach women to help them start their own real estate business or other businesses in general. Like I said, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I love business, really. Like you can talk to me about any business and like I always make fun like of my friends sometimes because they'll tell me like an idea or something they're like and I'm like why are you not doing this business <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like I don't understand what are you doing you're sitting here not doing it like don't complain you're not out here trying to get it you know like right. I don't understand so because of that I'm super big on like just helping others you know create their own whether it's their business and again real estate itself is a very male dominated industry so um because my husband was in it in the business before I instead again you know like just because of his nature but I took and multiplied it and made it much bigger because I really fell in love with him so I now get to like really teach that and show women because again a lot of women are intimidated by like in the real estate world right like who wants to be a landlord who wants to do a flip right I has walked into flips and like the contractors there my husband's not coming and they're like oh is your husband coming no my husband's not coming <laughs> it's just me like right, right. I can make decisions like that's not it so um I take pride in that and I really help other women do this and show them like that you don't need I think often the misconception is that I need like a hundred thousand dollars or I need all this extra money to make sure that I can actually invest in real estate and it's like really you don't like there's so many different ways and creative strategies that you can make that happen and start your own business in real estate that um well <laughs> so, um, so then let's just before we um end the podcast tonight let's touch on real estate investment a little bit for the listeners who don't have knowledge of exactly what that is can you just define for us exactly what that is and what that entails absolutely so real estate as a whole when you think of a real estate business i i, I thought this myself i thought was a flipper or a landlord or a realtor, right? So if somebody told me they were in real estate, those were the top three things that would come to my mind. However, in real estate, there are so many different opportunities. So people who own short-term rentals, like Airbnbs, right? Or VRBOs, people who have multi-units or have apartment buildings or commercial properties, right? So we can all own these different type of properties. We can rent it. We can collect rent. We can rent out to people who are traveling in other places and do short-term rentals or housing, right? Um, I've worked with clients who don't want to be so hands-on as like, you know, dealing with tenants and doing a flip themselves. However, they are willing to lend money. And often you can lend money as a private lender to other, you know, projects that you're not fully hands-on in, but you can get a great return better than sitting in your 401k or in your, <laughs> in your bank account collecting like 
3.2% or whatever the, the bank is paying for savings right now. So there's so many different creative opportunities and that you can get a return from, right? And you can make it a whole business, right? So if you can make passive income with it or do a flip and, you know, use other people's money and, and cash out, you know, each flip at twenty, thirty thousand $30,000, you're doing this, you know, over and over again and creating income, right? You don't have to, or just side income, right? You don't have to make it as your full-time income. And how does, and how, do, how does one get started with particularly real, real estate investing? It really just depends what interests you, right? So you have to kind of like, and if that interests you, so a lot of people are like the hospitality business, right? So they're, Airbnb, short-term rental type of vibe really fits them, right? There's people who house hack, you know, that you might have a property, right? And you have, um, right? And people like rent it out, right? Or you rent it out to a lock, uh, local or something like that. Um, so it really is with what, co- what your current resources are, what you currently have. Some people have like their houses or they have in that they don't really know what to do with them and like not realizing that you can flip it and make some money off of it or however you want to do so there it it's just assessing what you currently have right and like what you want to do with it and how much work you want to put into it um as far as time goes because you know it does require some research and in a row and if one wanted to get connected with you to get starting in doing so what is the first step Absolutely. So um, my website is www.samari, M-A-R-Y, Ponet, P-O-L-N-E-T-T.com. Um, and you can contact me through there. You can I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So on Instagram, it's Samari, S-A-M-A-R, and dot Ponet, P-O-L-N-E-T-T. And I'm on Facebook as well. So you can definitely send me a message on any other platforms um, or an email and, and I'll get it. And Samari, before we head out for tonight, I also want to touch on one other thing. Yeah. Even though we're talking about business development and real estate investment, um, the platform focuses on mental health and um, personal development. And I know that you are the um, founder um, nonprofit funder of Beauty Is You Inc. Can you talk a little bit about that and exactly what is that um, organization consist of? What Absolutely, is it? that's my baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Beauty Is You um, was created actually now over ten years ago. I cannot believe this, but mm. um, it really was birthed from I was a school counselor mm-hmm. before um, I went into full time like one on one therapy um, and while I was doing that, I was working in an inner city school and it was very sad for me to see like, and I was so, um, I want to say just like upset about like how see themselves, right? They felt like they didn't really have a lot of role models in their lives. Their self-esteem was like, you know, very low, whether it was for just for like how they look or where their, you know, future was heading. So, um, I really wanted to create a space and a place for people, teens, to see and connect with other community role models, right? Because often they see role models as people who are on on TV or social media, right? TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, all of these other platforms that are not always, you know, they're not always like the real role models that they can, they don't see that like, hey, someone is 
doing amazing things, right? Like there's doctors, there's mm-hmm. lawyers who run nonprofits, you know, who own like 10 beauty salons or something like that, you know, like <laughs> all these different things. These are also people who are role models that you can actually talk to and not yeah. just like watch on these platforms. So I wanted to break and really like connect like the girls with a lot of community um, leaders, um, more women, you know, that are doing great things, businesses, education, etc. And that's what we did. So, you know, we would host, we would create a mentorship program and everything. Um, COVID hit, so things kind of paused a little bit. Mm-hmm be relaunching more you know in person and offering Mm -hmm. the same thing because it's always been super amazing just to bring everyone together and like just have like a heal time and just showing them like hey um invite the moms or caretakers of you know girls who participate too so they can also a lot of you know a lot of women just just seeing the good in themselves and like those around them they might not even have their own role models right so how can they teach their daughters or nieces or Mm -hmm. granddaughters how Mm -hmm. to do this if they can't do it themselves for themselves right i agree and is there a specific age group to be a part of the no so we were doing um we focus on ages 11 and up so middle school age really um like fifth grade to high school but um we were also targeting and and meeting with college students right to help them you know like a lot of again you know transition into college and beyond and still have all of this with us we're carrying this baggage Mm -hmm, (laughs) so mm -hmm. it was more of like a healing type of place that mm-hmm. you can talk about things like this you know mm-hmm. you can be open and not feel judged and that was, that's the space we wanted to create for everyone and um do you have to uh, participate in person is this offered online as well so, we were doing mostly in person that's why kind of we paused when covid hit and everything else so um i think when we fully bring it back we're going to offer both um okay. to do both in person and online um we want to create a more spaces like mm-hmm. this but then also be able to help women right do things that they never think that they could do right like careers wise etc i always just like would like to share about different paths that people can take that don't necessarily have to be like the traditional ones all the time and right. still be profitable and yeah agree agree wow well, uh, I want to leave a few minutes um, so that you, again, can leave the listening audience uh, with the information for your social media platforms to get connected to you, to Samari. So can you once again, please let us know how to get connected to you on social medias? Absolutely, absolutely. My website um, is www.samari.com. Polnet, P-O-L-N-E-T dot com. And you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. It's spelled the same way, Samari Polnet. Um, on I check my messages all the time, so feel mm-hmm. free to message. Unfortunately, like, unfortunately, fortunately, right? Like, right. That's a good thing. That's a great <laughs> thing. Well, that's a great thing. That's a great thing, Samari. I know. So th- you can definitely hit me up. I'm happy to answer any questions that you may have. Point you if I don't know the answer to something. Um, I, I like to say that I'm a connector, right? I like to, like, help mm-hmm. others solve and figure it out. So if I don't know the answer, I can definitely point you in the direction of someone who may. 
thank you so much for that. And Samari, is there anything you feel that I missed that you'd like to share with the listening audience? No, I'm super thankful to be here um, and grateful for this opportunity. So. Oh, thank you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you so much, Samari, for coming on and being a part of the podcast. I love your energy and you are so knowledgeable in so many different areas. And I think that's just so dope for a woman of color um, to have that much knowledge. Uh, You go, girl. Uh, Again, I I thank you so much for coming on and sharing that with us. I really appreciate that. Thank you. So, you guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks to Samari for joining. We hope that you were able to hear something that was beneficial to you tonight. And with that being said, thanks for listening. And always remember, you are a bomb within your own shell. Peace, love, and light, you guys. Until next time, good night. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some valuable information that can help you on your personal journey. Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111 or at Bombshell1111 TV. You can also check out our mental health page, Your Health is Your Wealth, on Facebook, which is a page created to inform and support individuals with mental health and other health conditions. And with that being said, always remember, you guys, you are a bomb within your own shell. And until next time, peace, love, and light.